Hi there! Welcome back to another episode of Life Against the Current, a show designed by people's stories and truths that go against traditions, societal norms, opinions of family and friends, or even a boss's suggestion. Basically, anything against the grain. I'm Elaine Vargas, founder and creator of Life Against the Current. Today, we have a very special episode for you because guess what? It's our first season finale. So we've decided to come together again and share our thoughts on the season. We wanted to make this episode more of a conversation around the first season. So we'll start off with our favorite moments from each episode, then a recap, answer some questions we received from listeners, and let you know what's in store for season two. Alexandra, how excited are you for this? For this finale? Yes. I'm so excited. This is an accomplishment. Like there's what, 10 episodes now? This is crazy. It is. It is. And again, we're going to talk about our feelings and like what we thought about the first season later on. But for right now, so our first guest speaker was Randy Rodriguez, which is my best friend. And Alexandra knows him well because we all went to middle school together a long time ago. (laughs) So... Alexandra, what were your favorite parts of Randy's episode? Um, I think my favorite parts of his episode were just the fact that he like he had a very difficult year and a very difficult couple of years and he dealt with some really, you know, tough things. Um, but he talked about everything in a way that like he like came out of it and he made something out of it and he found like his passion. And it was kind of just this like weaving journey. And I don't know, I feel I feel like I related a lot to that. Yeah. What did you think? I know that I mean you guys have been friends forever. So how did how was that like interviewing a best friend of yours? It's funny that you ask that because even though like I had my favorite parts of the episode, my favorite overall moment was the episode. Like it was being able to record with him and have him as my first guest speaker that was pretty cool and it's funny because we did a couple of reruns before uh actually recording for the episode and he just kept condensing the story so it was like a learning process with us and it served me well too because I learned with him as my guest speaker and I honestly could not have asked for a better first guest speaker than him because he had the patience to work with me And I had the patience to work with him. So it was like, honestly, a really awesome experience to have him as the first guest speaker. I love it. Yeah. So Alexandra, the second guest speaker was Ricky Arenas. And I have to say, for the record, it was the fan's favorite. (laughs) Ricky got so many plays and... It just shows, and I think we're going to spend a little bit of a time speaking about his episode. So, yeah, what did you think about that insightful episode? I thought his episode was great. I loved um, the way he talked and the things that he talked about, and he had such a like difficult but beautiful story that, I don't know, it just made a lot of impact in the way that he like moved through all of that Um in his storytelling and I mean he had so many zen quotes it wasn't even funny like (laughs) 
it was just he's just such a like like he seems like such a like peaceful kind of like very aware kind of person i love that you caught that from ricky because he really is you meet him and he's like a star like just shines he's always very optimistic and outgoing but just like a meatball of insightfulness information like just wisdom i love that you call him a meatball (laughs) for the record he's not a meatball (laughs) i love you ricky (laughs) um but yeah, I mean, the coolest thing about his episode was that for me, I'm pretty sure you noticed, I kind of didn't interact much with him in some aspects because I just wanted to listen. It was one of those episodes that you just listen. It kind of leave, leaves you speechless, you know? I agree. I mean, ah, it was a <laughs> great episode. Yeah, it was a really, really good episode and it was it was great having him. From like the minute I thought about doing this podcast, I I had him in mind because I knew his upbringing, but I learned a lot more about him and the way he thinks. And it's something that I still apply to this. Like my favorite quote from him was, everything happens for you, not to you. And I'm like, yes. yes. (laughs) Yeah. I wrote that one down. I was like, this is, that's really good. Yeah, it was really, um, really good. I have to say mine was the idea of being what I think he said to be like a beacon of light. Like he was like talking about um well I don't remember exactly what the quote was, but it was like don't be a tugboat. Um be a lighthouse. Be the lighthouse. That's what it was. Yeah. Be the lighthouse. Be the lighthouse, don't be the tugboat. And I loved that because it was so like I just feel like it's it's a very good message, especially for people that like because there are a lot of people out there that want to help other people, right? And it was just like when he mentioned he was like like he explained it and he was like, Well, you know, you can try Try to advise people in certain ways and tell them all the things that you think and on all of that, but you're only going to affect like maybe a couple of people. But if you're just like a beacon for positivity and light and you help people in that way, just by being positive, you're going to affect a lot more people. And I like, I want to apply that to like everything in my life because I'm that kind of person that wants to like help people, but I don't know exactly how. And so then that was like very insightful to me. Ricky, I think Alexandra's your number one fan. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) No, but for real, that was the thing that I thought I was, I really, really liked that quote. Like it was just, it was one of the things that I like stuck with me. And then I was just like, I, as a person want to apply this to my life. Yeah. I got a lot, a lot of feedback from that episode where they're like, yeah, I just loved everything he said. And it was just so insightful. Agreed. So what do you think about Hannah's episode? Hannah Comey. Yeah. Wow. It was kind of also one of those stories that you just listen to because she takes you on a journey. I think my favorite part about her episode is that she was telling us a story and it had a beginning, middle and end. And I felt it. Yes. Right. That was my favorite part of interviewing her. It was like, it just like flowed so well. And even though we didn't have like these, like it wasn't maybe as structured, like we didn't have like this definitive thing and this definitive thing. It just... She, she's just a good storyteller and she knew how to like weave it together. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like she knew how to talk about it so good that at the end, I think she was listening to her own story and realized, holy shit, I've actually accomplished a lot. And I think to be quite honest with you, I think we're going to talk more about 
the recap and how we feel about the podcast, especially in season one, is how beautiful it is not only for us to get to know people, but like themselves to get to kind of calibrate a little bit. And I feel like that's what Hannah did by telling you her story, right? Yes, I agree. I um, That was one of the things that felt so uplifting about that whole, that that particular episode that was like at the end of it she was genuinely like wow hold on a second I've actually mm-hmm. done like that was just like these are the kinds of things that we can have an impact on not just with our listeners but with the people that we're talking to exactly it's funny I was going to mention about something that happened to me like that but he's in season two so can't do any spoilers <laughs> <laughs> oops okay so what did you like about Barbara's episode meet Barbara Estrada what did you like about that one? For Barbara, I think that I, one of the things that I enjoyed was that she like had these off branches to this kind of traditional industry. So not only was she young in the industry, but she was also trying to like pursue these, pursue her passion rather than pursue like any sort of like, yeah. Um, it wasn't just about, you know, climbing the ladder for her it was like, well, this is something that I really, really enjoy. And, and she was going to pursue all of these like other projects and stuff within it instead of just sticking to this one path. And, um, and just the fact that she was like, she's young and in the, in this kind of industry that doesn't necessarily take well for that and bringing like her fresh perspective into that traditional industry that's kind of like a challenge yeah i think journalism is one of those industries that it just stays so traditional yeah what did you think of barbara's episode the part that i like best to be quite honest with you was where she i think even said like listeners you need to do x and x and x which was if you're out of college and you don't find a job right away i think it's important to be patient and to not take the first thing that comes and that they offer because sometimes in our moments of need we become desperate which i totally get and i've been there but sometimes it doesn't work out and mind you you need these things to be able to learn and and grow and essentially like know what to do for the next time but something really valuable is that if if you're for lack of better words desperate to find something just have a little bit of patience and also get to know the interviewer and the company research them and I think that's what she talked about too it's like you're kind of also going in this so you should expect something in return as well yeah and I've heard that from like other people too that have mentioned this particular aspect of like having patience with the job search Mm -hmm. um and just like not necessarily just because you're like oh my god I really need to find something and whatnot like you can hold out like if you have like something part-time or you know that kind of thing and then just don't settle for the first don't settle yeah for sure but i think she spoke a lot of good stuff about that yeah so next up is victor rivas what did you like about that episode i think what i liked was that he kind of gave us a perspective on judgment and kind of put things into perspective in a way that a lot of people don't always see and we get so caught up in like the you know all of these discussions and stuff where reaching across the aisle and doing things that are nonpartisan and that kind of thing just kind of goes out the window and we get caught up into much of this political discussion where we don't do things that benefit the whole population 
Um, yeah. and, and I think that he kind of spoke to that, like, you know, we, yes, you have your, we, everybody can have their own opinions, but like, don't, don't judge me because I have mine. And so I think that that was probably a good, my good takeaway from that episode. It's funny because I feel like this is going to be a short one because that was also my favorite part. You basically <laughs> summed it up way better than what I was going to say. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it's it was super important that he mentioned that it's okay to have a different opinion, just respect. Just respect. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's all he asked. And to me, that was wonderful. And again, I think this is a great opportunity to reiterate that his ideas and his beliefs has nothing to do with the brand of Life Against the Current. You know, we want to provide a space for people to share their Life Against the Current story and like whatever it means to them and and. Taking this stand is what life against the current meant for him. So I just wanted to bring that up again and say thank you for sharing his story with us. Yes, absolutely. That's um, Thank you for mentioning that because it is definitely something to put out there. Yeah. And what did you think of Marcy's story? I want to like talk a little bit about, again, of how we met. So there was an Instagram post from this random account. I commented on a comment. You <laughs> commented on my comment and then someone said... I kid you not. Someone said, oh my God, I would love to hear your story. That sounds so dot, dot, dot. I really don't know what else she said. But I was like, hey, I have a podcast and your story ties into what the podcast is about. And she's like, yeah, send me more info. And boom, there we were recording like the next week. That is um, super cool. Yeah, no, the power of social media, again, it could be interpreted in different ways, but I take it to my advantage. So my favorite part about Marcy's episode is, I think it was how, again, I think she got to reflect a little bit on her story, because we're going to talk about the, the kind of writing style or whatever of our podcast, which we don't have one, but she, there was an off-topic conversation, which was, so her dad really doesn't see her as being successful because he doesn't see it. And it's one of those things that, like I said in that episode, is perception becomes a reality. And I think she reflected a lot on that. I think she was at a loss of words in a good way. So I hope that this and we still keep in touch. And I think this episode hopefully just kind of put some thoughts in her head about like having conversations down the line with her family about her life choices. So I think that was a pretty neat part of the episode. I mean, I think it was powerful that she was like and she she talked about it like she was open about the fact that like, you know, she's going to have that conversation, but she hasn't yet. And exactly. You know, she she wants to, but it's just not the right. And I completely understand that. I thought that that, I mean, that was a very valid thing to bring to the table. I mean, to bounce off of, of all of that, I think that one of the things that I really enjoyed about the episode, and it's kind of funny because you guys don't know each other, no. but I thought that the way that you guys were conversing was like really cool. Like you guys just went back and forth and like the end was more of a conversation than it was like you interviewing her. And I really enjoyed that, that kind of back and forth. And like, she asked you a question. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, no one's done that before. <laughs> yeah, I was like, and it wasn't just like any question. It was like, where do you see yourself in 10 years? And I'm like, whoa, what the, I didn't even think about <laughs> so props marcy shout out to you put me out of my comfort zone in my own podcast the point right the point yeah. 
That is a point. Also, like, who knew that you could do so many things with... I didn't know... I didn't... I know she didn't, like, go too far in depth into, like, what exactly it is, like, these projects that she's taking on and stuff. But it was... It's just... I thought it was interesting that there was, like, you know, that there are people that are are actually making this kind of, like, passive income and she's, Mm -hmm. like, helping people in the process. Yeah, that was her goal. That's another thing. That's right. Her goal is not to make money for herself. Her goal is to make money and give back. Like, whoa. Exactly. It's really cool that she's like aspiring to do all of like all of that. And that what was it that she's what I can't remember what exactly the project that she went into detail was about. Was it building wells? Yes. It was building wells. Okay. Yeah. I mean that's super cool that like she can have an impact from afar just by doing these things online and over the internet. Like that's super cool. And I know that like, you know, like you guys talk a lot about the power of social media and how things have changed because of all of that. And we've had, I mean, there have been countries that have had literal revolutions because of social media. So yeah, um, it's just a really cool thing to see that in action and to see somebody embodying those kinds of progressions in our society, in our technology, in our society and all of that stuff. Yeah, it's funny because I think that's why I titled the episode like you're very non-traditional millennial because she is a very non-traditional millennial. Exactly. And and even like with this idea of like making money off of the internet, like most people don't take it the route that she's taken it. Yeah, because of the thing, the internet is like so broad. You can literally do whatever. Exactly. All righty. So we hope you enjoyed our favorite parts and uh, we have lots of favorites. I think like we loved all of our guest speakers. We loved all of our episodes, but what we mentioned was something that resonated with us throughout the episode. Exactly. So now we're moving on to the recap of episode one. And what that means is basically our thoughts, our thoughts on this journey of the first season. So to recap i think i don't know i personally really enjoyed it and i had a kind of back and forth because of i guess like how i was or approaching the podcast this episode or this season because i had like so many things going on last semester and life was like just really hectic so i kind of like i did the one you know the one interview and i kind of like took a little bit of a backseat and we just like brainstormed and stuff which I really enjoyed but I think that in moving forward like I've throughout the season I've learned a lot about how I like the things that I have enjoyed and in this process and like I had like a little bit of a moment of of an epiphany and I know you remember this conversation Mm -hmm. um right after I I interviewed Hannah that I was just like oh my god I love the things that we're doing like these are (laughs) this is so cool that we're able to like talk to these people get their stories and like share this with other people and share these like powerful things with other people and the fact that like not only are we sharing it with other people but when we talk to to people it's also making an impact on them just the conversation um and i think that that's powerful and really cool so i had like a little bit of a moment where i was like wow this is like really um fulfilling Uh, just the fact that I like get to be a storyteller and I don't know if I've mentioned this uh, before but I come from a writing and rhetoric background and like I wanted to be a creative writer when I like first got out of high school and stuff so like to me storytelling is a big deal and it's a part of my identity and I felt like I didn't know how to incorporate that in the work that I was doing so much now and I've tried to approach storytelling in different ways throughout my career so far and just like find different ways to to do that 
because I still really enjoy storytelling. And this has kind of given me that outlet in a really, really good way. So that's what I learned from this season. Um, and that I guess that would be my recap. I don't know if that goes too in depth or what, but. No, that's perfect. And this is exactly why I asked Alexandra to be my co-host. <laughs> How do you feel about this season or like, you know, what are your thoughts? What's your recap? I want to like take it back, back. I want to take it back to like where this was an idea. And I think the coolest thing is seeing it evolve from an idea to plan the idea to executing the idea. I actually just had a conversation with the first guest speaker of season two. It's already recorded. Super excited for you guys to hear it. And I was telling this person that when I first thought about doing a podcast, I had no idea no idea where to even begin, what to use, nothing. So thankfully I was able to, by the way, anybody that's looking to do a podcast, Anchor, it's a fantastic tool. And Alexandra, I know you can agree. Yes. So I just, I, I think I published it before I even knew it was a thing. I was like, oh my God, it's alive. <laughs> and just evolving from the tools that we use. So at first we would use our, our Apple microphone slash headset and so then the more I listened to podcasts and the more I compared it to ours I was like okay I kind of want to upgrade the quality so like just evolving with the tools it's been a learning process too of like the whole technical side of recording a podcast and I've enjoyed that aspect of it too I've also enjoyed I'm a data geek and I've enjoyed seeing the analytics because anchor allows to allows you know me it allows you to see the amount of listeners and the days and what episode they listen to. But truly, obviously, it's been to getting to know these people. So I did. You have that creative writing background and I have uh, the broadcasting. I wouldn't say background, but I did it for a long time. The morning announcements from seventh grade to senior year. So I think reconnecting back to this has been pretty cool, even though it's not like the morning like we're not doing anything video but it's going back to storytelling and using voice and audio and I think it's been pretty cool and also getting out of my comfort zone I thought I was pretty outgoing but I think I've I'm a lot more outgoing now after season one and asking people if they want to be part of the podcast which obviously a lot said yes but some of them were like eh, I don't know which is totally fine but it's been really cool getting to know people in the process and kind of them being vulnerable because if you're going to share your story, you're going to be a little bit vulnerable and opening it up to us. So I want to thank again, each and every guest speaker that participated in season one, Alexandra and I could literally not have done this without you. Exactly. <laughs> and and um, remember when we first started, when we were just like, are we even going to get enough guest speakers? Oh my God, yes. We need to talk about this. So talk more about that. Like, I remember just like having this conversation where we were both like, how are we going to fill up our time? <laughs> like, how is this going to happen? Where are we going to get people from? And we were both like, are we even going to be able to, like, we were trying to brainstorm what our episodes would look like mm -hmm. if we didn't have people. And we were like, okay, well, maybe we can bring up some, you know, like just have a conversation and, and all of this stuff. But we ended up having like a flood. I mean, thanks to you, Elaine, that was, you know, that was 
for real though i mean you you mentioned that whole like outgoing part or whatever that was all you i I'm, i still have a little bit of a hard time asking people trying to get better i i mean i think that it was it was really cool that you just got like such an overwhelming amount of people you know wanted to join yeah and, and that's a great point that you brought up because to be honest with you and this is more of like season two that's why i'm particularly really excited for season two is because people I didn't even expect for them to say yes are there. It's been pretty cool to have people wanting to share their story with us and find value in this, you know, aside of they believe because I feel like our guest speakers believe in what we're doing. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and people that listen to us too, like really, truly, if you've listened, if you that are listening to our season one finale and have started from like, the trailer and made your way all the way down to this episode thank you yes things we would not we wouldn't be here we wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't because we want to share these stories to make any sort of impact and to like move forward with all of this yes so really you guys are the bump.com and even if you like skipped around and heard some episodes still thank you thank you for being here right now (laughs) so i don't know if you guys if all of you guys have seen but um elaine posted some questions or um a place to put questions on instagram and i think on twitter yes and twitter (laughs) (laughs) and we got a total of six pretty cool questions yay um some of them tied together so we might answer them like kind of bundled Our first question was, and Elaine will answer this, how can someone get on the podcast? Easy peasy lemon squeezy. We believe, and the reason why we did this is that we believe that everyone has a life against the current story to share. So it really is up to you to reach out to us. And yes, I did reach out to a few people because I knew that they had a life against the current story. So if by any chance we do not know you, you can send us a direct message a dm on our instagram which is at life against the current and you can also email us from there which is life against the current with two t's at the end at gmail.com and if you know us personally like alexandra and i just send us a message but yeah i mean it's super easy and we basically just send you a little note of our talking points Alexandra is going to, I'm pretty sure, talk a little bit more on that. But we just send you a note of our talking points and a Zoom meeting and boom, we record. Don't be shy. That's simple. We don't bite. It's really simple. (laughs) Okay. So our second question was, what's the writing process like? And Alexandra is going to take that over. Yes. Our writing process is, it's existent, but not at the same time. It's not exactly structured. We, let's see, our, the beginning was a lot more heavy on this. And we had like long, we kind of try to schedule, um, how often would you say we schedule meetings? Now it's like maybe every couple weeks. Uh, I don't know. Cause like, I basically just schedule them whenever people can. Like for me, it's like after work oh, no. and during the weekends. You and me. Oh, oh yeah, every other week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We, okay, so we talk about all this stuff like every other like week. Like planning. So we have <clears throat> yeah, to clarify that. Like planning for the podcast. Yeah, which in part is like part of the writing pro- process and stuff. Yes. Um, 
and we kind of tag team things and we'll write out intros um, and closings and that kind of thing. And all of that is a little bit more like those type of like static parts of the podcast are a little bit more planned. The first few episodes, we talked through them a lot and we were just like, you know, this is how we're going to structure it. And we had to come up with the three questions that we ask in, in all of our episodes. And that was I mean, we came with that stuff before we even started recording and uh, talked through that and stuff. And I um, think that there have been quite a few times where like Elaine will call me and she'll be like, oh, I'm recording with this person today and all of this stuff. She'll tell me the the whole thing. And then I'm like, wait, don't forget to mention this or like, you know, say this. And then um, we'll talk about like, okay, well, how do you want to say it? And we'll kind of brainstorm. It's a very collaborative process, I would say. It's not really in terms of like the writing process of like the different things that go into it and the planning. Yeah. that's how I would sum it up yeah and there isn't a script if anyone is wondering if we have a script no like I said and I think I've said it before and Alex I'm sure you want you mentioned it it's talking points yeah we have those three questions Mm -hmm. and whatever gets said we just kind of like bounce questions off of that and talk more naturally with the people that we interview yeah and so for the people that we don't know or like the people that I don't know I don't ask the entire story. I basically, something I forgot to mention is that, for example, if someone reaches out to me, which they have, hey, I want to be on your podcast, I will never say no, but like I need to kind of know the basis of their life against the current story because it has to tie in to what the whole theme of the podcast is about. As much as people probably want to share their just life story, this isn't really the medium to do it. This isn't the space for it. So I just want to make sure that they have a clear idea of what they can come on and say, right? Yes, exactly. So question number three is, and this is we're both going to answer it. How are you different from the start of season one to the end as a podcast and as a person slash individual? I think, I mean, and I touched on uh, on some of this. Um, I think that the difference for me as an individual is this kind of realization that like I still really enjoy storytelling as a, as a thing and I um, still kind of need it in my life for fulfillment. And, and the podcast gave that to me. And I feel like as a podcast, the difference is more on the technical side. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And like learning how, I mean, I had no idea how to edit anything on Anchor <laughs> before I started this. Now I do kind of. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like we've gotten better. Mm-hmm. So I think, I mean, that is definitely a difference from the start to the end. What would you say? How are we different? I think as a person, I'm more outgoing not just with the podcast, but like in general, I'm a little shameless (laughs) now after this. And it's funny because when I go out to people or like we start talking and I mentioned that I have a podcast, the first initial thought is like, oh my God, you have a podcast? I'm like, yeah. (laughs) Always, it's always a reaction. It's always a reaction. Yeah. Cause like, I don't think people expect it from us. Like you see Alexandra and I, and we're just like normal average people, you know? And podcasters usually have like this crazy outgoing personality. But as an individual, it's opened my mind because I've spoken to so many different personalities and it's made me curious to see how people's mind work. So for those of you that don't know, I do marketing for a living. 
people usually think of marketing of like selling and product and services, which sure it is, but it deals a lot with the mind and just the psychology of consumers and people that need services. Like I'm now in the public sector rather than private. So I've had to shift that a little bit, but for the most part, it's like really getting to the mind of consumers and making them want something they most likely kind of don't need. (laughs) So it's been innate in me to find out and figure out how people think. So it's been really interesting to hear these stories because even without meeting some of these guest speakers, I've gotten to know them so well from those 35, 38 minutes that we spoke. And as a podcast, definitely technical. (laughs) I have two microphones now. (laughs) She's trying to sell one if anybody needs one. (laughs) I am selling it. Yeah. It just didn't work out. So that's a great point. It didn't work out because I live in in an apartment. And the it Blue Yeti, out. it's not the, it's not the microphone. It's you. It's not the one. It's not the one. It was, uh, it's a Blue Yeti. It's a great mic. I think it's a great quality, but it just picks up a lot of noise. And I live in an apartment, so the dog is barking all the time. Which I know which one it is. It's a downstairs dog. And there's cars passing by, so we just pick up too much. And I got another one that is much better, and that's the one I'm using now. And Alexandra is also using a microphone. Yes, I don't know if anybody can tell the difference in quality. Hopefully, you can. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Uh, listen to like trailer till now. Huge difference. That's true. Yeah, that's true. We were both using our our um, phone mics. Uh, yeah. Yes. And although it is true that it basically talks about podcasting, it's about the content you put out there and it finding it being relatable. But a lot of it also deals with like the tools that we use. So I think we've been some we've been doing some upgrades on that. Oh yeah, it's gonna change for season two, and we're gonna talk about that. But yeah, so season one. We were very strict of like, these are our talking points and preferably don't get off track. But as I think, and you correct me if I'm wrong, Alexandra, mm-hmm. as the podcast has progressed, I think people take control over their story and I think it flows much better. Yes. Right? No, I agree. I agree. That was actually one of the reasons that I liked, I really enjoyed interviewing Hannah was because of that. And it felt just like a lot more, um, she was owning her story and that is powerful. So I think that that would be, it's a good direction to take it. And it's a good like way to, you know, kind of expand on the things that we've been doing. Yeah. And something too is that some people like having their hand held, which is not a bad thing, meaning that like you kind of need to ignite the conversation. But some of them like Hannah and Ricky were just like, I got this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So our fourth question now. Yes. Elaine, what is your favorite part of setting up the interviews or the like before and during of the interview process? Before is asking people to be on the podcast and their first reaction, like we just mentioned, oh my God, you have a podcast. And I'm like, yeah, I do. So that's like my favorite because their reaction is like, what? And I think after setting up the interview is the curiosity of like what it's going to be about. Like, what's the whole story? Give it to me. Sometimes, like, I don't know what to say because the story is so good. So, yeah. I agree a lot with that second point. I remember Hannah kind of, like, purposefully didn't tell me. I know. What a tease. I know. And, like, I mean, so, like, I work. I worked past tense. (laughs) 
No. I know. I'm going to talk about what Alexandra is doing in a bit. So. Oh, yes. Well, because, like, I worked with her. And so, like, I saw her up until, like, from when I asked her until when we interviewed. And she, like, would say things and I would ask her like questions like me just trying to get to know her and then she would be like no 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 I can't tell you that because I'm going to say it when we do our part when we do the podcast and I was like oh okay I guess like <laughs> so I completely agree that like the getting through the interview and like getting to know people like that is like really a fun part of the interview process okay so are you more confident on the mic question number five I guess I'll go ahead and answer this. Yeah, that's you, girl. <laughs> yeah, I would say I am. Um, I think the beginning was a lot more of us laughing at each other. <laughs> still is. Yeah, we still do that a lot. But I think before it was a little bit more like, at least part of the laughing came from like me being kind of nervous. Um, still is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 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 fine. Um <laughs> You're, you're right for some cases, but I think, I don't know. I feel like I've grown a little bit more confident in, in talking. Um, and also like, I know this is going to sound kind of off topic. One of the things that's helped me is not necessarily this podcast with like being confident on the mic, but for my grad school program, I've had to do this thing called voice thread. And since it's like the majority of our classes are online, we have to often like record ourselves speaking and then post it for like group discussion and stuff and so doing that plus the podcast I feel like I've you have no shells I've I've grown a lot like a lot more comfort um in the space of like just talking and recording myself because I used to be like oh god my voice like I remember having to do like a project where I had to record uh, myself in freshman year of college and I hated it it was the worst thing ever like I loved the project but I hated the process of recording myself so definitely don't have that anymore I think I'm going to piggyback on that and then to the question that for the record we don't like our voices. I don't like my voice. Alexandra just told you that she doesn't like her voice. And the reason why we chose podcasting is because I rather speak to a microphone than talk to a camera. Oh my God. Yes. Anyway. Right? Yeah. So, um, but yes, um, for me, I am more confident on the mic, hence why I have two slash selling one. Mm -hmm. I have watched a shit ton of YouTube videos on microphones. And these people, like, reviewing these microphones just talk so good. And I'm like, now I aspire to be, like, a great speaker. Okay. Do we have one more question? One more. Okay. What lessons did you learn about recording? Well, I hadn't really recorded in this way before. So... Um, my lesson is basically just the whole process. Like I've never recorded a Zoom meeting before. Oh, yeah. Me either. I yeah, and I mean I hadn't I hadn't used a mic, not in this capacity at least. Just like you know the regular like computer mic or phone mic or whatever. Mm -hmm. I had like a little bit of editing experience, but not really. It's really easy though. Yeah. Shout out it to is. Anchor. You guys are awesome. <laughs> they really are. It's yeah. like a really really good platform. It is. I think, yeah, my lessons were kind of like technical in that regard. And then, oh my God, I mean, our little intro from the very first few episodes, like that was just like us trying to figure it out. Like, so, I mean, just the process. And like, I think a lesson that I learned is you got to make the process fun because it's, 
difficult, right? To yeah. sit there and try to figure everything out and learn about all of these different things. So yeah, I don't know. That was that. Those are my piece. What are your lessons? My lessons would probably be. I always try to read things to improve the podcast, and something I learned is that there is infinite amount of articles and resources out there for you to learn how to do this. So much so that it's too much. So something I've learned and have had to learn is to be able to digest and get what applies for the theme of our podcast. If that makes sense. No, that that definitely makes sense. Like just taking the lessons that you learned from the resources that are out there and trying to figure out which ones are kind of applicable to us. Exactly. Like Exhibit A is a microphone. The Blue Yeti got so many good reviews. So many. Like I think it's the number one microphone, but it just didn't work for our podcast. It didn't work for where I'm at. So I had to do more research on finding the one. And I think it's going to be a continuous improvement for the podcast. That's another thing is like, I want to, maybe this is like my too much of a go-getter personality that I want to like try to get it as perfect as it can be without going out of our means regarding budget. Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like that's the goal of any podcast and moving forward, you want to constantly be, you know, challenging the things that you started with and Mm -hmm. progressing and doing better. Yeah, for sure. All right. Wow. So thank you guys, first of all, for like still being here. I know it's a lengthy episode, but it's a lot to cover. And I hope that you have found some great insights in our last episode of season one. So we have reached the final segment of our last episode of season one. And basically, we're going to be talking about the next steps. So as a podcast, I'm pretty sure you've heard throughout this entire episode that there are some things happening with season two. And this is it. Uh, Season two, well, scratch that. Season one, it was guest speakers and we wanted to focus on their life against the current story and just have guest speakers. With season two, what we're going to do is have still have the guest speakers. We actually have a lot lined up, so that's amazing. But we're also going to be incorporating some, for lack of better words, commentary and correct me Alexandra, about life against the current topics. Yeah. For example, um, any articles that we find or anything that we want to talk about that goes with the theme of the life against the current, then we'll bring and actually have a couple of guest speakers from season one that are going to be back on season two to help me talk about these very non-traditional and unconventional topics that relates to us as individuals and our stories. Boom. Period. There you go. I think I said that right. Hopefully you guys follow me through that uh, zigzag but that's going to be the future of uh, life against the current season two and me as an individual moving forward there's nothing really changing with me I'm still here in Washington living life missing my family trying to make friends it's really really hard to make friends in Washington very hard the Seattle freeze search it up it's a thing Yeah, I'm still working. Love my job at the state auditor's office. As you guys heard my story, it's been a wonderful six months. Just passed my uh, six-month probation, so my boss technically can't fire me. Just kidding. Yeah, she can. (laughs) Um, 
But yeah, it's been a wonderful journey and we don't see an end to this. I see us going for a very, very long time. So we hope you stick around. Exactly. So okay. what are the next steps for you, Alexandra? Um, Tell us. My next Break step. it to us. Okay. All right. Here we go. So I am not this summer. This summer is a little bit of travel, but not entirely. But I, starting in September, will be living in Colombia. Um, Colombia. Not Colombia. 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 Papa. All right. All right. I don't spell it wrong. At least that. I know. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Um. (laughs) Aguardiente. Oh my God, stars. So jealous, actually. But yeah, I'm going to be starting Peace Corps in September in Colombia. So I were aiming to, and this is one of the things that um, we've discussed, aiming to kind of have things put together beforehand, before me heading out um, and venturing off. I am definitely looking forward to getting to know people and getting to know stories the same way while I'm over there. It's 27 months, so two years and some change. So I am looking forward to still continuing this project and still continuing on the podcast. I've got, I mean, you know, we've both have interviews lined up and uh, I'll be doing some traveling over the summer too, but that is, you know, outside of that. And I can still, I'm still going to be here. I don't entirely know what things are going to look like over there yet. So I can't say what exactly my role is going to be moving forward but i think that that would be more of a like season three kind of question and we can address that once we get a little bit closer since i don't know necessarily where i'll be placed and what my access to things like internet and electricity is going to look like yeah that's your great news so yes super excited obviously for alexandra but um She might be taking a little behind the scene later on in the podcast, but she's still going to be present, live and going for season two. We're really excited for what has been, for what is, and for what's to come with Life Against the Current. So closing remarks, Alexandra. Well, to close off the end of season one, I think, I mean, my biggest thing is just thank you to everybody who has listened, who has participated, who has engaged, who have come on to the podcast and been our guest speakers, to the guest speakers that will come. To the guest speakers that will come. Yes, this is to you. This is for you. <laughs> yeah, I I mean, I thank you guys for making this an awesome journey and making it worthwhile and filling our podcast with amazing content because it's all you guys. Yay! And we are going to take a little hiatus of four weeks. So for the next month, which we would usually publish two episodes because we publish every other Monday, we will take a little break, enjoy a little summer time. And Alexandra is going to do, like she said, some trips. And I'll just be here with my lovely cat, just giving her some extra love. (laughs) Um, But we will be back August 5th. That is five, Monday, August 5th, with the first episode of season two. I'm excited. Are you excited? I'm super excited. Thank you, Alexandra. Thank you for being such a great founder, creator, brainstormer. Our brainstorming sessions are pretty awesome. Yes, they are. (laughs) All righty, guys. We'll have a good one and we'll see you August 5th. That's a Monday. Thank you for joining me on another episode of Life Against the Current. 
We're here to encourage and support anyone that takes on a non-traditional life path because we know the challenges that come with it. Want to share your unconventional story with others? Send us a message or email via our Instagram at Life Against the Current. Don't forget to subscribe to our show because we have some really awesome stories coming your way.